We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Back here on Sports Talk on the Big 870. Uh, Bobby J and I taking you to 7 o'clock tonight. And at 7, it'll be LSU men's basketball pregame. LSU plays Georgia tonight at 7.30. Bob, you have a text to read yeah. before we go to Trey. Yeah, yeah, uh, Trey, hold on, because uh, we want to hear what you have to say about uh, Jalen Hurts. Uh, that could be interesting. Um, but, no, this is, you know, a lot of fans, they'll ask me, Mike, they'll probably ask you the same thing. Uh, this is, like, from 1715. Um, is there a guy uh, that you guys know of that uh, prognosticate prospective quarterbacks at a high level. Now, they have that. And then he goes on to say, now, why is picking a quarterback such a crapshoot? You'd think there would be some kind of formula by now. Okay, I, I can tell Mike's going to give us a, I'm going to tell you what I think, then Mike's going to chime in. I think that a lot of fans, they don't realize that, oh, I saw this guy in high school, he was unbelievable. Oh, I saw this guy and even in college and all that. A lot of times you don't realize uh, about NFL defenses and the level that NFL defenses are at, that you have to know how to play the quarterback position at a high level considering who you're competing against. So if we're just going to do an RPO, uh, I'm going to hand it off or I'm going to keep it, the linebacker sucks up, then I'm going to throw it. No, you have like, okay, the perfect uh, example would be the kid from Auburn, Mike, that went to Liberty with Malik the Titans. Malik Willis. They didn't even have enough confidence in him to, to play in the playoff game they went with Joshua Dobbs, uh, a journeyman, because he can't freaking throw. You got to build the throw in the NFL. It's good that you can extend plays and you can run yeah, with your feet. It's, it's great to have that. No, no, and, I'm not, and actually run. But even if you're just extending plays by scrambling to pass. So you don't – that's why it's not – and you might say, well, I, I saw him in college. He was unbelievable. You have to look who he's playing against. That's why the SEC competition – and you look at even Jalen Hurts, okay, when he was at Alabama, what he was competing against, even when he went to Oklahoma. Mike, uh, look at Bryce uh, right now at Alabama. So that's why they try and guess. It's not an exact formula. And they say, well – there is no exact formula. But they, they, they look at it. Well, uh, he was going against some pretty pretty good defensive players that are going to potentially play in the NFL. But then you have to look at top to bottom. A whole roster of 11 defensive players 
that, that, that you could be an outstanding college player. Then you try to make it in the NFL. What are you on? I'm, I'm on punt cover. <laughs> I'm on kickoff coverage. Uh, 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 it's uh, like that at every uh, position. It's like too. I'm not even playing. It's just Somebody not c- comment on that. Like they think like well, why you can't hit on the. There's not enough of them because it, it's harder than you think. It's much harder. The two things that come to mind for me. I did this for 36 years. Still doing it today. Is how quickly can that quarterback process NFL defenses and you react to it? It is really difficult for a college guy to walk into the NFL and all of a sudden you got to process it. You're like a fighter pilot. You got not uh, ten seconds. You got a second and a half, and you got to get rid of it and make the right choice. So processing information from a quarterback standpoint is the hardest thing to gauge. Uh, really, really difficult. And secondly, what they do in college and high school today, everything, uh, most of it is RPO, right? Yeah, you're not developing a quarterback to be ready to play in the NFL. All high school co- coaches are worried about is winning now. And, <laughs> and, and, so, and even in college, they're not worried about developing no damn quarterback. I just want to win. You, so you, you got get two the or best. three, four plays. So wait, you get the best athlete, just let him run around and make plays, or we win. But that's not developing a quarterback. No, it's not. And so that's the other part of this RPO. And some teams are using it, and a lot, most teams in the NFL has an, have an RPO plan. Right. But you can't do it full time. You can't do it. And so Why it does Jalen, not equate to the NFL. Okay, I got to give Jalen Hurts a lot of credit with this. Why has Jalen Hurts developed? Because he's an NFL quarterback. He's a good one. He's kind of like the Fields uh, guy with the Bears. But you know what he did this year compared? He could throw it better. Yes, he could throw it better. The processing part between his ears, Without a it doubt. clicked for him this year. That, it just takes a little bit of time, but man, is he talented. He no, is that, really that, that, That's super exactly, talented. Uh, and Mike, uh, and I'm going to say this again, I probably mentioned this, I want to say a week, week and a half ago. And because uh, I respect, uh, you know, uh, Mr. Ireland, who's, uh, you know, Italian evalu- evaluated for the Saints. And uh, you look at Jeff Arlen, and he's talking to Drew Brees. Yeah, why wouldn't I talk to Drew Brees? He's the first ballot Hall of Fame, how to play quarterback. So this is right on. I'm telling you, this is old school, new school, any school, what it takes. I'm telling you right now. school. Right here, Mike. This is it. This, this, is, like, this is like going to Harvard uh, to play quarterback. Right here. And you get this mentality. I sat down, this is Jeff Arlen. I sat down with Drew Brees before he left, and I said, I got to know this. What makes you exceptional? Okay, at the highest level. Because look at Drew. You see Drew on the street. What well, ain't no? He looks like a, a he's no six foot five, two hundred thirty pound he, he quarterback. Look, he, he's he, he's uh, he's six feet with his cleats on. He looks like a normal citizen. Okay, but what makes you exceptional? And this is what Drew said, Mike. This is not ninety nine percent right. This is hundred percent right. Okay, processing speed. That's what I. Uh, it's easy. Uh, like uh, uh, that, that, that's number one for me. Uh, like like uh, like pre-snap read, because uh, you guys all oh, can throw it anywhere. Let me just drop back and just freelance and go whatever. You're not playing no. in your backyard. No, and you're no. not Al Bundy. Exactly, at <laughs> exactly. How you the process pre-snap read, and you're going through your reads, and you have that clock in your head. One thousand, one thousand, the ball got to come out. Okay, the other thing is accuracy. Let's say you could throw like a. It could be like here to the wall, Mike. I'm pointing. It's like eight, ten yards away. But do you make them fall down to catch it? You throw it behind him, or do you lead him? Make them so, jump to catch oh, it, or he could get yards after the catch. Yeah. And all of a sudden, so processing, 
uh, information, accuracy. speed, accuracy, and getting the ball out. Because the offensive line, they want to fight for you. Because let's say they're getting whooped and they say, man, it might be a long day who I got to block. And what if you protected them and you're getting the ball out? You might not have a big play, but I'm hitting the check down, hitting the check down. All of a sudden, and the defensive guy's getting frustrated because they can't hit you in the mouth. Now, they can't hit the quarterback anymore uh, anyway. But, you know, they say, oh, man, thanks. You know how many times, oh, uh, like Stan Brock, or they say, oh, th- 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 thanks, Bobby, thanks for helping me out. Because they got beat off the line of scrimmage. You go 1,001, 1,002, bam, you, you're getting hit, but you're throwing and getting rid of the ball. So you avoid getting sacked. So those things, I'm telling you, if you want to look at I don't care if you can run the best of the best, uh, running quarterbacks, at Kayla Williams, whatever. Okay, you look at uh, Pat Mahomes. The processing speed, okay, uh, where, where are you at? As far as pre-snap read and all that, the accuracy with a football and getting the ball out. If you do that, I'm telling you, Mike, you could play 10-plus years in the NFL. Now, you might say, well, why don't everybody do that? Because everybody can't do that. They, they, they don't have that skill set. They don't have the skill set to be able to do that. We'll be back with more sports talk here on the Big 870. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Back here on Sports Talk on the Big 870. Mike to tell you along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby A. Bear. We're going to go to our Oakland Heart Jewelers talking text line. Trey in Ocean Springs. Trey, you're in the huddle with Bobby and Mike. Trey? Uh, Trey, you there? You've been holding long enough. Come on, sorry. <laughs> All Trey. right, Trey. Don't. Uh, uh, we're gonna go to Andy in Uptown. Andy, you're in the huddle with Bobby and Mike. Well, his loss is my game. There you go, yeah, Andy. There you that's go. That's right, brother. Andy. What you got? Talk to you guys that much, where we can actually spend a little time on a subject that's worth spending on. So. I look at it this way. We all know that that Bill Parcells rule is, and for those of you who don't know it, it's something roughly to the fact that if you're from a small out-of-SEC school, not in the top 20, it takes three years to develop you as a quarterback. Do not throw them out to the Wolves. Tony Romo came really close to becoming our Drew Brees. When Sean Payton came here, it was a price tag. Yeah, that is true. Very uh, you right on target. He, Sean really wanted him badly. And if you look at how it all played out, uh, in hindsight, is Quincy Carter was there and Romo just picked it up and Peyton, Peyton saw it and knew it. And then let's, let's go back and let's, let's look at the age of Joe Burrow, age of Russell Wilson, the age of, when I'm, what I mean by that is, I, I looked it up. It's the, the youngest quarterbacks to have won were Brady and Roethlisberger. They're 23 right? 24. None of these. <laughs> Outside of the, 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 the guy from Tennessee that you keep talking about, there's really nobody in the draft. It takes you that long. These quarterbacks just don't grow on trees. I'm wondering in, in the USFL, you know, that we bring up right. something that's coming there. I'm wondering if 
there's way to either expand the roster in the NFL to either give an extra like a fourth or fifth quarterback because I'm not ready to give up on Ian Book. I'm not ready to give up on these other dudes. It may take them an extra three to five years just to be able to get their legs underneath it. How old was – I mean, Kurt Warner was bagging groceries, right? Right. I, I'm going to tell you a story with Kurt. Uh, uh, my neighbor, Joe uh, Clark, uh, who passed away uh, last summer, he had him in Green Bay because he, he was helping with the quarterbacks in Green Bay. They had a host of them, and, and he just didn't make it. And then all of a sudden – Joe's coaching in NFL Europe, and bang, in one shot, he gets Jake DeLome and Kurt Warner. Same team. Oh, yeah. And, and they, both, they both go to the Super Bowl. Think of that. Oh, yeah. It, 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 I'm just, I, I think it takes more time than we recognize, and I think that that's actually, if you're – because how, how old was Joe Burrow? He's a fifth year. He was in grad school when he won, was he not? Correct. He sure was. Yeah, yeah. So, so he was a 23-year-old rookie. Twenty and going on twenty four, and I'm I'm also wondering Russell Wilson. Well, Russell Wilson's struggles presently may have something to do with the physicality that he was. He used his legs to get out of it, out of the way an awful lot. He scrambled a lot. I also worry about Joe Burrow. I'm sure he'll. I'm sure he will adapt. But man, that kid takes a beating. And if you if you if you're holding the ball that long. It is, this 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 position, you, the NFL needs to consider maybe allowing five quarterbacks per roster. They should they should have four. I'm just telling you, four. it should be four. But my thing about it is, I think the USFL and XFL gives the that position an opportunity to play to develop and and develop. That's what NFL Europe was all about. It was giving the quarterback position an opportunity to play in games. Not just sit on the sidelines, but actually play. And Jake will, Jake's told me numerous times, I don't know if I could have played in the NFL had I not got that experience in NFL Europe. And, and Warner was the exact same way. Exact well, same I, I know way. the best thing ever happened to me uh, was going to the Michigan Panthers. I know we went to the championships and, and won it. I was a rookie. I was MVP and all that. But I look even the USFL, look at, like Jim Kelly. Uh, he went to the Houston Gamblers because he couldn't work out a deal with the Bills. A Steve couple Young, years, yeah. Steve Young, that was the Buccaneers. Then he, was, he goes to LA Express, and the Buccaneers didn't work out. He gets hooked up with the 49ers. No, you got to develop quarterbacks, and it has to be like guys that are going to the next level and who you're competing against. But in the same token, Reggie Collier couldn't do it. No, I, I no. and they, I think when he went to the NFL, they put him at receiver. Well, no, he went. I don't want to say this. I'm gonna sound bad. No. He went smart enough. Uh, sorry. I mean, I'm just. Now, he uh, was an unbelievable college player. Uh, uh, Alabama uh, didn't want to play him I, anymore. I think he beat Alabama three out of four <coughs> years. But but I mean, no. I mean, it it is what it is. But no. Uh, uh, you know, it was another one in our parts. He was unbelievable in high school. He was like I, I couldn't hold his jock. Skippy Ezel from oh, South Carolina. Oh my Terrible. god. Oh my God! He was like he was like the four K to the Bayou in tenth grade, and then he goes to be the Grambling starting uh, quarterback. <laughs> then all of a sudden, you see him in Michigan. I see him in Michigan. He said, "I can do." It. He wanted to punt, pass, and kick. I can do everything. I can punt or not. He wanted me to help him get on the team. <laughs> no, it's how you develop. That's it. it. Like, that uh, development yeah. part. You, you can't. Is bottom big. line is, you can't be peaking when you're 15, 16 years old. We'll be back with more sports talk here on the Big Eight Seventy and Scott Sanders, former Major League Baseball pitcher, uh, talking to us a little bit about LSU baseball and his son Cam. We're back here on Sports Talk on the Big Eight Seventy. Mike to tell you along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Abair on our Oakland Hard Jewelers talking text line. Former Major League Baseball pitcher. Uh, now he's a coordinator, supervisor 
at uh, Jenny King, and but he uh, is at every LSU game. And uh, Scott, thanks so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. Scott, tell me a little bit about what's happening with Cam uh, with the Cubs. Uh, actually, Cam's out in Arizona. First of all, thanks you guys for having me on. Always, always love coming to you guys' show. But he's out in Arizona. He's been Arizona. In excuse me. Yeah, I'm sorry. He's out in Arizona in, in, in Mesa. Uh, he's been there since. He went right. He went out there right after New Year, and uh, they, they started on a, on the throwing program, getting him ready. And he's uh, he's got, he got invited to big league spring training, which is a huge deal for him. He's not on the forty man roster, but next best thing to man forty man roster is invited to, to you know big league big league and big, big league strength spring training. And uh, actually, it was on two, I think it was um, Saturday or Sunday. He faced hitters for the first time live. He faced some of his own guys and. He touched ninety nine point two on that day, so he's starting out pretty good. Man, that that's impressive, Scott. Man, uh, yeah. you're talking about almost a hundred mile an hour uh, deal. Now, 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 Scott, what was the uh, fastest you threw it? Uh, what were you, were you like mid nineties, or what, where, were you, where were you at? I usually sat ninety three, ninety four, ninety five, and uh, the two hours pitches ninety nine. Wow! I never, I never Scott, I remember last year you and I doing a show. And you said, man, I, I know LSU can hit the ball, but I'm worried about the pitching and defense up the middle. He said, man, I remember you telling me that I think that's yeah. going to be the Achilles heel. And that was before the first game of LSU's season. Basically, you you said, uh, that concerns me greatly. And basically, you were absolutely 100% right about that. Yeah, um, LSU was pretty easy to call. I think this year – Jay Johnson did an amazing job pl- plugging up a lot of holes. Obviously, he lost his two top assistants, and he brought in Wes Johnson, who's the, a major league pitching coach, got him from the Govan Big Leagues down to college, which is incredible. Um, you know, but he, he plugged up holes, and the pitching this year is as deep as probably LSU's had in a long, long, long time. Um, the, the couple of things I see this year, the only couple of things I think they have to figure out if Tommy White can play third base, that's Tommy Tanks. If he can play third base adequately and drive in more than he lets in, they're going to be really, really, really good. And I think if they can keep Gavin Duga healthy at second base, I think if he's healthy for the season, they'll hit 15 home runs. You get 15 home runs at your second baseman. That's a pretty good year. Um, that's the two holes I see defensively. I think they're going to start Alex Malazzo out of catcher to start, but they got a freshman coming out of Florida, IMG Academy, uh, Brady Neal, who's a left-handed hitter, absolute stud behind the plate. Probably could have signed pro ball, but wanted to come to college. I think at some point he'll take over, you know, uh, the starting job. Whether maybe it's not Friday night, you know, they might have Malazzo catch schemes. That's what they had the other day, last week, last Friday at the, at the uh, scrimmage, you know. So maybe Malazzo catches Skeen and Brady catches the Saturday Sunday guys. Now, uh, Scott, uh, you know, we always talk about uh, the top dog is the SEC conference, especially when you talk about football. Uh, but I think uh, football can't hold baseball's jock. Now I'm going to tell you why I say that. Uh, when, I, when I see that all of a sudden who's in the top five, who's in the top ten, uh, LSU joined with 11 other SEC uh, conference programs uh, in the top 50, 11 out of the 14. Now you got uh, LSU's one of six in the top ten. Then you got Florida coming in number two. A&M, uh, Texas A&M at number four. Uh, the Volunteers at number five. You got the Razorbacks number seven. Vanderbilt number They don't have that in football. It's, <laughs> it's not that competitive. So, I mean, it's like, you know, and, and you're going to play a series. So I would say with this, how highly competitive it is, and I've said this over and over, it's like, uh, to me, it's a big win uh, if you just win two out of three, right? 
And uh, don't even it doesn't even matter what happens in the midweek games. But when it comes to weekend SEC play, can you win two out of three? Now, if you sweep an opponent, then you are static. But can you win two out of three considering how highly competitive it's going to be? Yeah, no doubt. And in, in SEC, if you can if you can average two out of three wins every weekend, you're going to be a, a top seven team in the country. Because um, obviously you just talked about the depth they have in this conference. And, and the one thing about football compared to baseball, the football, I feel football falls off towards the back end, where in baseball, the, even the bottom team is sometimes Missouri. And Missouri is pretty darn good. You know what I mean? Or it's somebody like that. You know what I mean? Right. You don't have you don't have somebody who's only winning four games in a season, you know, like football, you know, say somebody goes they win their they four their four out of out of season, uh, conference games and they pick up one conference game, they go five and seven, right? Or whatever, five and six. Baseball doesn't happen. You know, even that last SEC team in baseball is still, you know, gonna have a, a you know, a, a thirty five and, and twenty one record, you know what I mean? Something in that range. It's still gonna be a, a dang good team, but obviously they have a lot of losses because they're gonna play so many SEC conference games. But Scott baseball's definitely deeper. Scott, when you think about it, the pressure on this team Okay, because it's from within now. Look, every magazine you pick up, LSU's on the front cover. All you've been hearing about top recruiting class, top transfer portal class, uh, you know, what Jay Johnson can do with the offense here. How do you handle that as a, as a major league team? Because I think handling success sometimes is a lot harder than handling the failure. Uh, and I, I'm, I'm interested to see how Jay sort of gets everybody to be happy with things. Because when you stack like this, everybody wants to be the man. You know, I, I want to be the guy. And they got three of the probably top 10 or 11 players in the country. Uh, keeping everybody ha- – I'd rather have that problem than not have enough talent, I'll be honest. But there's a lot of kind of built-in pressure. And as Bob's saying, they lose a midweek game. Ah, how did we lose that game? You know, you're going to hear it also from outside yeah, forces. Look who's pitching and all that. Come on. Yeah. I tell you, the one thing that I, I, I'm out there a lot, and I, I, honestly, I talk to Jay a decent amount when I'm out there. I don't take up his time. I always like to say hello and we chit-chat for a little bit. But Jay Johnson is a con- constant, like, pro. He reminds me of a professional manager. You know what I mean? You don't always get that in college, right? Sometimes it's the rah-rah guy. Yeah. And that's, but he's, he is a constant pro. And then his leader of the team is Dylan Cruz, right? If you watch Dylan Cruz work in practice, I, I like to go to practice, to be honest. I do watch scrimmage, but I like to go to watch practice. I like to watch guys practice because how a guy practices, practices tells me a lot about their character and their work ethic and all that good stuff. But Dylan Cruz, if if I put a, a, a Angels uniform on him or a Padres uniform on him and threw him out there, you would never know that he's a college baseball player. You know what I mean? So the leadership, and, he, right. and he's a very quiet. He's a very quiet leader too. He's not. He's not your rah rah guy carrying out the boombox. You know that's Gabe Beloso. You know they got that guy on the team too. You know, but but they <laughs> right. follow Dylan Cruz. So they're even Jordan Thompson. You watch Jordan Thompson. I mean, you know, last year that guy had a rough start, but he finished strong. That, that kid's going to play in the big leagues one day. You know what I mean? But they have a. They have a. They have the character to put that weight on their shoulders and carry it. Well, I'm going to tell you another couple of reasons why. Paul Skeen's Friday night guy. I went out and watched him the other day. First pitch, 99 miles an hour. Second pitch, 98. Third pitch, 99. Change up, 91, 92. You know what I mean? With a breaking ball. 6'6", 250. Like he's a donkey, you know. <laughs> got him on Friday. You know what I mean? Then, then they got Ty Floyd, who's 
who was Wes Johnson has done amazing things with. Kid that had trouble with a breaking ball last year. Wes Johnson has done this kid's gonna be a, what they're saying is gonna be a first round pick now. He's mid he's ninety five, ninety seven. They got Thatcher Honestly, I think he's the best pitcher of the three coming in from UCLA. He's mid nineties with a good cutter and a breaking ball, can really, really pitch. And until until Grant Taylor got hurt, he was gonna maybe be your Tuesday night, Wednesday night star because Grant Taylor was going going so well he was gonna sneak into the Sunday spot. So, you know, supposedly with from what I was hearing, and this guy, this this guy that you heard could have been on 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 Tuesday or Wednesday midweek, and he could be a Friday SC starter for many teams. So the pitching is there, so that's the key, right? Bobby knows, and Mike, you know, sometimes they say it ain't about the Jimmys and just about it's not about the Jimmys and Joes, about the X's and O's. This team has both, and I'm gonna tell you one more thing. Skip Bergman told a big owner who's a friend of mine the other day. He said this is the best LSU team in the history of LSU. Now, I think he means talent-wise. Right, on paper, right, 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 right. He said he thinks there'll be four first-rounders this year on the team and four, possibly four next year. That's what Skip, that came wow. out of Skip Bergman. You, know, you guys know Skip Bergman knows baseball. No, he, I know he loves, LSU, he loves LSU, but he's not a, He's not one to – No, he's it. not one to, to give out a whole bunch of plaudits if he doesn't really believe it. Well, well uh, yeah. you know, Scott, uh, to me – you know, you got to have luck with injuries and all that. Then that could come about. And, and, and as of late, uh, pitcher they were counting in the rotation. Yeah. Uh, his name slipped in my mind. Grant uh, Taylor. Grant Taylor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that uh, shoot. That, that, they, I think uh, Coach Johnson was counting on him, and uh, to be you know part in the rotation, whether he ends up being a closer or he would be like a number two starter, number three, whatever. But now he's out, so you have to have luck with injuries. Uh, now we're early in the season. But uh, I want you to comment on that. And then also, uh, if this continues, I don't know how you cannot be always in the thick of things. If you have the number one recruiting class and the number one transfer class, and you can look at name, image, and likeness and all that can come about, I think uh, that could play a big part in the future because what LSU baseball uh, means uh, to the university and the prospects coming in. But, I mean, uh, Coach Johnson would even say this. Well, hell yeah, we got number one recruiting class, number one transfer class. We should win. <laughs> yeah, they, one hundred percent. And so the third thing, when I talked earlier about Tommy Tanks playing third, do guys second. The third thing is, is is staying healthy. Obviously, if they stay healthy, this team is going to be a juggernaut. Obviously, like we talked about, Grant Taylor losing, but but they are built to win. They're built to win now. You know what I mean? Um, I, I, I didn't. A couple guys I didn't even mention. They they got a Chase Shores as a freshman. Kid throws up to a hundred. He's six foot eight. You know what I mean? And I think I have a feeling they're going to groom him to be a closer. You know what I mean? Okay. One thing, Jay Johnson always takes one of his best guys and makes him close, like Reisman last year, right? He could have started, but he put him in the back end to close games, right? So he's going to, he's got a handful of guys that do his, his pitching staff went from being, you know, overused to, to now they have a plethora of guys, you know, cause they have options. To me, yeah. To me, the key to SEC fighting that start is can you give me six to seven innings, right? Because you can give me six or seven innings, I don't tax my bullpen. Last year, unless you had a guy, Mikhail here, you're loving to death, one of Cam's best friends, he could go four to five innings, he's out. By Friday night, your bullpen shot, Saturday, Sunday, you just you close your eyes and throwing a dart at the board, hoping you hit hit something, you know. But they got the guys now to line up and go six or seven innings on all three days. So now you have your absolute five, they got five studs in the bullpen. Aiden Moffitt's another another freshman. Um, you know, I haven't even mentioned Sam Dutton and Bryce Collins who've made humongous jumps. And they got Riley Cooper lefty. It's just they have 
player after player after player on that mound. And at the end of the day, we all know pitching wins, right? Pitching beats good hitting, not all the time, but most of the time. And I would say 75% of the time, you know. And uh, But, you know, name of the light is they're pulling guys in. But I tell you, I don't know if you guys saw, but a handful of these guys are, are donating you know, money back yeah. to charities, uh, and it, which is amazing. And I'm, I just, right. it really makes me smile for these kids that did, did go out and do that, you know what I mean? But I think uh, a lot of these guys, they want to come here. LSU, I, I talk to kids sometimes when they come on our recruiting trips. I talked to a kid actually last year from San Diego. He went to USC, he went to UCLA, and he came to Tiger Stadium. And he signed. He came on a, on, a, um, on a Thursday or Friday it was, and he was leaving on a Sunday, and he signed while he was here. And I, you know, Obviously, I played in San Diego. I lived in San Diego, so I, I had a great talk with him. And I said, so did you know you want to come here before you came? He said, no, sir. He said, but once I got here, he said, I wasn't leaving without committing. You know I mean, it's just, it's just a different thing. And I'll be honest, Jay Johnson – as a recruiting head coach, right? And a lot of head coaches put themselves kind of above that, right? Jay Johnson recruits. He recruits players, and that's why he gets – he's going to lose five or six guys every year that we think is coming out of the shoe because they are going to sign because they're not going to turn on six, seven, eight million dollars because I don't think they can get that back in NIL and baseball. Right? I think right. they might get a million in NIL, but, but those guys – yeah, they end up going major league, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah you can you can count pretty quick. Uh, six million or one million, you know what you're going to take. Yeah. That's right. That's right. You know, and and so, the, but the thing about it is, those he's going to lose kids, but he still has after just more. And I'll be honest, he's going to keep tearing the transfer portal up because he's just he recruits. And when a head coach calls you, Bobby, you know, if you ever were a free agent and, a, and the head coach called you, what's that saying? I want you, right? Yes. If, if he's, not, coach, he's not wasting like, his okay. time. He's not wasting his no, time just no. calling you. <laughs> That's right. If the, if the offensive coordinator calls you, like, okay, they're, they're lukewarm. You know, if the special teams coach calls you, they're looking for somebody to hold, hold the kicks, right? <laughs> you know, <laughs> but, you know, but when that head coach calls, I'm listening. I, this guy wants me on his campus. I got to listen. It makes a big difference. Scott, thanks so much for joining us, man. We got to do this regular, and uh, man, always a wealth of information. We really appreciate it, buddy. All right, Scott. Any time, guys. Thank y'all. Y'all have Thank, a great evening. Thanks so much, Scott Sanders, a former Major League Baseball pitcher, uh, now in Baton Rouge, involved with Janny King, and uh, many's at every practice for LSU baseball, and, and certainly his son Cam now, um, just basically one step away from going into the major leagues now with the uh, Arizona Diamondbacks. We'll be back to finish it here on Sports Talk on the Big 870. We're finishing up here on Sports Talk on the Big 870. We want to remind everybody, 7 o'clock tonight, uh, LSU Tiger pregame as they play the Georgia Bulldogs starting at 7.30. Bobby, you got a text to read? Yeah. Uh, listen, you can't misconstrued what I was saying or about playing the quarterback position. You have smart people and you have not so smart people in all walks of life. I don't care if you're white, black, or you Asian, whatever it might be. Uh, not you can't stereotype and all that. And this caller or this texter says uh, eighty-two forty-three. What Reggie Collier wasn't smart enough? I'm telling you, he was unbelievable. He beat Alabama three out of the four years off the top of my head when he was at Southern Miss. Or all white quarterbacks smart? I never said that. Uh, I, I don't think so. It doesn't matter how you play the position. Okay, um, well, you know who was unbelievable in college like Reggie Collier? Johnny Manziel. Oh, what did Johnny Manziel do in the NFL? Okay, um, Tim Ryan Tebow. Leaf. Uh, Ryan Leaf, Washington State. I think it was tick, tick for tat, him and Peyton Manning. Did Ryan Leaf work out? 
Okay, how about Tim Tebow? Mr. College Football. Well, what, what, what did Tim Tebow do in the NFL? <clears throat> Flamed out. So it's not, it's how you process stuff. It's the processing speed of yes. a quarterback that's so difficult to judge because of the way the high school and college game is. And not a lot of that equates to the NFL. No, you want to be able to ad lib and extend plays and all that. I'm telling you, the ultimate players. I think Reggie Collier's game would equate better today yes. than it did back in the 80s. Yes, how the game was structured, without a doubt. The same thing uh, with uh, Fields, uh, with the Bears. Justin Fields, yeah. Okay, whoever, uh, and you told me Aaron Rodgers' brother's mentoring him. Yep. What he needs to do is be a better passer and, and build in his game in the offseason and work his behind off like Jalen Hurts. I mean, that's what he needs to do. He could do all the other stuff. He just needs to be a better passer. You might say, well, the Eagles got a better supporting cast to the Bears. I understand that. But where he's at... Uh, and I think he will eventually make it because I think he has the work ethic. Bobby, end it for us tonight. All right. Bon nuit, les gens. Good night, people. Who that? Go Saints. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.